can't believe that it is already May. And this weekend, we are getting ready to celebrate our mothers and those who have mothered us in any way. And today, I have my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law visiting me from Washington. I'm so excited. And I am missing my own mother who is in Oregon. So a very special shout out to my mom. And I'm just excited that we will be getting to celebrate moms this coming weekend. You know, I am passionate about helping you understand that you are just the person God needs to love and serve the people that he has placed in your life. And moms, he chose you for the family that he gave you and placed you in. So today, I'm excited to talk to you about the powerful and positive ways that mothers influence our lives. Transitions are exhausting. So many things change, you end up feeling lost. You can find yourself questioning your relevance and even your worth. Whether you're gaining a new surname or going to a new situation, there are two things I want you to know. First, your roles in life will change, but your purpose is eternal. Second, God has a plan for your life, and the enemy has a plot against that plan. I'm Sherry Fletcher, and this is Your Spiritual Game Plan, the podcast for those in a season of transition, and I'm so glad you're here. Stick around, and let's work on a spiritual game plan together. I was supposed to be meeting a friend for lunch, and about five minutes after the hour, she hadn't arrived yet. And then I got a text message saying that she was on a call with her daughter and she would be in shortly. When she showed up, I didn't need any explanation. Her body language told me all I needed to know. I'm just getting to know this friend, but there's a universal body language among moms. And as soon as her eyes met mine, the smile that she gave me couldn't hide what her eyes were saying loud and clear. I am mentally drained. With our iced teas and our salad ordered, I asked, so are you okay? And I was expecting the short and sweet answer like, oh yeah, my daughter's just having a rough day or something like that. But instead, I was honored to share some of the load that had just been dumped on her shoulders as I sat and listened. So today, yes, we are talking about moms. Some carry you physically for nine months. All of them carry you in their dreams and in their hearts. And then they carry the weight of your dreams and your disappointments, along with the joys and hurts of your hearts. I think I can safely say I wanted to be a mom from the second I knew I could be one. I loved babies and children. In fact, my mom told me that I would get my brother out of his crib when I was five years old and I would change his diapers. And back then, and I say back then, they were cloth diapers. So I was five years old changing diapers with a pin. I'm sorry, Brandon, my brother. I'm sorry, but I would change his cloth diapers with safety pins. So 
with that said, I even started nannying for a family when I was 13. And I took care of those three kids until I got married. So I thought I had this whole mothering thing down. I was going to be prepared. (laughs) But it's totally different when they're yours and you are responsible for their everything. But the minute I knew I was pregnant, I was excitedly terrified. And then when my daughter was born, I just, I never got tired of staring at her. Like it never got old. I wanted to parent differently in some areas. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it better. And not always, you know, not better than my parents. I mean, sometimes I would watch other parents too, trying to work with the kids amidst the temper tantrums or manage the hormonal teen. I didn't want to make you know, some of the same mistakes or cause my kids any pain. I mean, are you with me? Do you, are you agreeing? Did you ever promise to try hard and do things the best you could to make sure that your kids weren't going to go through any of the painful things you went through? And then as moms, you know, we spend the next 20 years trying to fulfill that vow. Well, if you can think about it. Your mom probably tried to do the same thing too in her own way. When I was younger, in moments of frustration, I remember thinking, I'm never going to do that to my kids when my curfews were ridiculous or someone wasn't listening to my side of the story. My poor mother, sorry, mom, for someone who had it all wrong when I was a teenager, I often now catch myself saying, Hmm. I think she had it right. So moms, mothers, at what age do her children rise up and call her blessed? As we were promised in Proverbs 31, 28. Well, I asked all of you, my listening friends, to answer this question. What's one powerful positive word that comes to mind when you think of your mother. And I chose the words powerful and positive for a reason. Because while I was at lunch listening to my friend share from her heart all of the cares that her daughter had just handed over to her, I saw a very strong woman trying to carry a very heavy load. Her daughter was unaware of all the other things that her mom was carrying. Her mom did not share her own cares and worries with her daughter that day, and she didn't expect her daughter to help her carry her own load in return. Although her daughter was not rising and calling her blessed per se, the unspoken knowledge that she could call her and could turn to her was a blessing. And the words that you sent back from my question gave me a glimpse into how you still see your mothers. The common thread was strong, supportive, determined, hospitable, a prayerful warrior. And one that really stuck out to me was tireless. Hmm. We're going to look into that one in a little bit. So let's look at the characters you, my friends, sent in. 
Okay, a strong mother. So let's go to that famous verse in Proverbs 31. Who could ever find a wife or mother like this one? She is a woman of strength and mighty valor. The chapter goes on to list a lot of great skills. And then in verse 25, it tells us that she is clothed in strength and dignity and that she can laugh at days to come. We're told that we are priceless, but we also get our strength and ability to laugh at the days to come from God. We need strength in order to carry heavy loads, and we obtain that strength from carrying heavy loads. And God knew that mothers and those who mother would carry a lot. We need to be brave for those who depend on us and our mighty valor. But I love his promises for moms. In Isaiah 40, 11, it says, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and he carries those close to his heart. And he gently leads those that have young. Even though my kids are not young, I know that he still gently leads me and I need him. I need his gentle leading. I think it's safe to say that my friend's daughter sees her mom as strong, able to carry the extra weight of her worries, along with the worries that her mom is already carrying. The next word that you guys gave me was supportive. One of the most important roles in business, in film, in marriage, and I guess in life is that of the supportive role. Whenever a lead person gets up to an accept, accept an acknowledgement, if they have good character, they are going to thank their supportive role. The person who has stood beside them, behind them, beneath them, holding them up and pointing them in the right direction. Proverbs 1.8 tells us to listen to your father's instruction and not to forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. So our children may not always see it when they are young, but they keep our words and our support in their minds and close to their hearts. And just like my friend was there and answered the phone, her daughter did not hesitate or even think of anyone else to call first. Determined. <laughs> I was told where there's a will, there's a way. And I think that became a motto for me. And when I was younger, it probably got me into trouble. But I think when it comes to mothering, I think it's just a way of life. There are times when I might give up on things for myself, but not when it came to my kids. And I often think of the story of Hannah, who was dealing with infertility. And we find her story in 1 Samuel. Now, she isn't the first woman in the Bible to suffer from infertility, but her story of determination always inspires me because she was not one that would just say, well, I'm going to pray about it. That is not a bad approach, but she is persistent and she makes a deal with God. She is so determined that she vows to give her son back to God in service to him. So that's one strong and determined mother, but she's also determined to keep her promise. So after she gets her son, she keeps her promise. And when it's time, she returns him to the temple to serve God. When it comes to those who mother, 
Determined is a great description of those who mother or mentor is to protect, to provide, and to train a child in the way they should go. Fulfilling her vow to God brought Hannah so much joy. And I know for myself, my determination has brought me joy too. Hospitable. I love that one. You know, getting cards from my kids has always been a cherished gift, whether it's during Mother's Day or my birthday. But this year on our 30th wedding anniversary, my youngest son uh, wrote us a card. And in it, he mentioned that he loved the memories of growing up with a house that was always open to others. Hospitality does not mean that you have to have people in your home. There are many different ways that you can be hospitable. Hebrews 13, 16 says, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. I know I have enjoyed the series called The Chosen. Uh, there's a scene where Jesus heals Simon's mother-in-law and she immediately jumps out of bed and starts serving them. And I just laughed because I thought, oh, I can so relate to that. But Jesus wants us to share what we have. Maybe you have a blessing or a talent where you can bake or make special cards, or you're a prayer warrior, and you can share those talents with someone and bless them. That is being hospitable, and your kids see it, and in turn, they learn from it. And then a prayer warrior. That is amazing. As a mom, I cannot get through this journey of mothering without prayer, and I can't get through it without my prayer warriors. They are my lifeline. It is the most important thing, I think, for mothers to have prayer and prayer warriors. When I think of a prayer warrior, I think of Anna. She didn't have children. And in fact, she only gets a two verse mention in the Bible. But those two short verses, she's given such great honor. She's called a prophetess. And she served God with fasting and prayers day and night. That is a prayer warrior. Because there are days when it seems like I pray the same prayer for my children over and over. But then I think of Anna, who was at the temple gate, praying over and over. And I'm reminded in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to always be praying. Our kids see us. They have seen us on our knees from when they were little. And we were saying bedtime prayers to when we were bending down to kiss their boo-boos. And they've observed us with our personal devotion time, seeing us down on our knees, praying, getting in their level and looking them in the eyes and talking with them about God, knowing that we go to war for them. They rely on that. So we need to continue to put on our armor every day even when they're grown and they're gone, letting them know we are praying for them and praying with them. You might not live to see the answers to your prayers. God's promises are not based on our timeline. Abraham's promises of being a father to a mighty nation are still being fulfilled today. But continue to let your children and your grandchildren and those who God has placed in your care see you praying and know that you are praying for them. They need to know that they have warriors fighting for them and God will be faithful and he will answer your prayers. Now I saved the, but I think is the best for last tireless. Oh my word. When I saw that answer, I actually, I loved the honesty of it. 
tireless because here's a mother who sees her own mother as tireless. So the listener who wrote that must see her mom the same way the daughter who called my friend does, able to absorb more and more and more and not get tired. Think about it. I know I was guilty of it. Were you? Are you still? I believe that my kids have seen me that way and often still see me that way. There is even a verse in Proverbs that reads, she is vigilant over the activities of her household. She doesn't eat the food of laziness. That's found in Proverbs 31, 27. Even when moms feel the complete opposite, they have strength unlike any other. There's no doubt, you know, we're called super mom, boss lady, the anchor of the home, mama bear, a fortress, a warrior, and now we're being called tireless. It reminded me of a song I heard when I was in college called The Warrior is a Child, and parts of it talk about being strong beyond our years, and people think we're so strong, but they don't see inside of us that you know we're hiding our tears and that when we fall down, we want to run to Jesus and we look up to him and look for help because inside of us, this warrior is a child. So mothering, whether you're the mother of your child or whether mothering is a role you find yourself in, it's anything but tireless. From the moment of conception or the starting of planning, we are tired. Why is it that we see? Why is it then that we as mothers come across as tireless? Being able to keep going, this strong fortress, if you will, being able to bear the load and then even take repetitive blows. Speaker and counselor Sissy Goff tells of a teenage girl who referred to her mother as a rubber band parent. She knew she could stretch and push and push her, and she'd always come back. Sissy says it was a tremendous compliment coming from this adolescent girl, but one that felt painful often to her incredibly strong rubber band of a mom. Girls, especially, reserve their most negative emotions for home. That's a statistical fact, and it's because they feel the very safest with you. The post ended with, so whatever you're doing this day, whatever kind of attitude you're getting or eye rolling you're receiving, know it's a compliment. It may still be a compliment that comes with a consequence at times for them, but it's a compliment to the safe and strong parent that you are. <laughs> a compliment to the safe and strong mother that you are. The safe mother that you are. Okay, you know me and you know I'm a word girl. I love the word safe here because it envelops all of the words that you guys sent in. Safe means to keep protected from or not exposed to danger or risk. That you are not likely to be harmed or lost while under her care if she has anything to do about it. Moms, there are days you're going to feel dismissed and unseen. 
but we are reminded in Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. I think mothering can make us feel like we're not doing a good job sometimes. And like my friend, we have days when we are mentally drained. <laughs> but listen to the words that were sent in. Because this is how you are seen too. You are seen as strong. You are seen as supportive. You are seen as determined. You are seen as hospitable. You are seen as a prayer warrior. <laughs> you are seen as tireless. Keep those words in front of your mind. God will reward your work. So dear mothers and mothers at heart, something can be learned from you, from women of all ages. You have so much to offer and give to this world. Be a safe place of strength, determined to protect and provide and to train. Do what is good and share what you have because this will help whoever is watching you to learn to carry the load of others as well. Continue to wear that armor of prayer. And on days when you fall down, it's okay. God's there to pick you up. Yes, I believe while we're on this earth, we're going to remain tired. But remember, his mercies are new every morning. And he will renew and restore our strength. And sometimes that starts with our mind. This year, restore is my word of the year. And my verse is Isaiah 40, 31, which says those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles and they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. It says those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. We are reminded in Romans that hope that is seen is not hope. That we hope for what we do not see with patience. Mothering. Whether you're the mother of your child or whether mothering is a role you find yourself in, may you find hope and may that hope give you strength from the Lord. You may not see the importance in the role you are serving in all the time, but you are seen. You are just the mom God needs you to be. I want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. And I hope you can find hope in the powerful and positive ways that you are influencing lives God has placed in your care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I don't want you to miss out on anything. So when you sign up for my email, you will get details on how to start your own spiritual game plan, the latest news on the Bible study I'm working on, and also a glimpse behind the scenes of things that don't make it onto this podcast. So head on over to SherryFletcher.com and click Join Sherry at the top of the screen. And I look forward to connecting with you there.